I'm live. Welcome back, guys. I'm your host, Michael Drew, and we are back with our seventh episode of the Finance Hub. What's up, guys? Uh, quick little reminder, really quick. Hold on, as I pull it up, um, you can now listen to our podcast, obviously on Spotify. But if you want to check us out on some other great platforms, we're on Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Deezer. So if you want to just take a moment and go check us out on there, uh, the Finance Hub, obviously. And yeah, that'd be great. Also, if you want to get updates on our newest episodes, you guys can also now follow us on Instagram at the.financehub. So, Mike, what are we talking about today? So today we're going to be talking about some new news reports on the federal fund rates increasing by 50 basis points. Yeah. And so we're going to try to keep this trend up of where we kind of release like a video once or not a video, a podcast once a week where we just like catch up on uh, news reports and like what's going on in the market, maybe some business stuff, that stuff. And then we're going to do some more episodes more related to um, like personal finance, like stocks, like we did last episode. So um, yeah, what do you, let's just dive right into this then. Uh, point or point 0.5, 50 basis point hike. That's less than the 75 basis point hike that the federal funds or the Fed did last uh What's it called? Last month. Last month. Yeah. So obviously they're curbing. And now we're seeing, I don't remember, I I don't remember the exact number, but um inflation did get curbed. It's slowing down now. That's why they um, moved it down from the 75 basis points. Yeah. And also too, I know that um they're looking at not just stopping right here. They're looking to continue to try and curb this as the future goes on. Yeah, obviously, because, you know, inflation's still pretty high. Pretty high. Yeah. I mean, just prices um, soaring, I don't trying even, to decrease that. Yeah, I don't even know what um the federal funds rate is at right now. All I know is that it increased by uh 50 basis points, which is, oh, it's up around 4.5% as of right now. Yeah, yep. uh, that makes sense. So, yeah, just getting right into it, I guess. Um basically this is close in all or the federal funds rate hasn't been this high since uh the recession in 2008 and so we got we got to watch the federal reserve has to watch itself right now with curbing inflation they're coming real close they have a they're on a really thin line between curbing inflation and causing our economy to go into a recession and so they really got to be careful about their next steps forward definitely yeah and i think the biggest thing that they really need to do is just try and find that balance between um, just trying to keep better um, lower rates so that prices aren't as high and too expensive, but also bringing it into a stage where they prices aren't too low and people don't lose uh, money as well. See, it's easier said than done, though. Obviously, yeah. like it is a very hard, hard thing to do. But with, I mean, I think that is the task that they and have to do at hand. I, I kind of want to talk about that for a second now that you brought it up. So it's easier said than done, obviously. It's economics, as we know. Um, interest rates hard, are hard enough to see. Like, There's no really easy way to like show the effects of interest rates. Like, oh, you hike it by 50 basis points. What do you think will happen? Like, Because obviously there's going to be these like um, non-intended effects that kind of branch off from uh increasing the federal funds rate like obviously they don't mean to uh 
do that, but it happens. And you can see that too, all in economics. Like, um, for example, uh, minimum wage, minimum wage is huge. Uh, I just did a class project on minimum wage, actually. Uh, if I remember correctly, I think the federal minimum wage has been changed 22 times. You could fact check that on, you could fact check that right now if you want. I believe I'm right though. And they've changed uh, the federal minimum wage that many times because each, or because obviously the government has messed up multiple times with deciding on what minimum wage uh, they should like stick with, obviously. And each time they messed up, it really messed with the economy. And so basically the point I'm getting at, sorry, um, is that economics is, uh, it's harder than just like, a, oh, let's do this and kind of like map out where we're going to go from here. Because as soon as you do one thing, something um that you didn't expect is gonna happen like not nothing's like a straight it's not a straight like course you know exactly there's always gonna be bumps in the road and there's gonna be things that are external factors that you have no control in too like for example just like natural causes that happen natural disaster um different like war for example politics all that's gonna come into play you have no control over that exactly and that's just economics for you yeah same with um just the business world as is it's just generally i feel like just being prepared um for anything that can possibly happen um always keeping an eye on uh different trends that are happening um from different a variety of different areas yeah and i wouldn't i don't know the phrase um or the saying so to say uh where it's like you shouldn't react to what happens, but I don't know. There's a weird saying, but um, the federal, the federal reserve has to, after everything happens, they have to like um, take into effect what's going on. They can't just automatically like react to something instantly. They got to think it out. And sometimes it takes too long to think it out to the point where, Oh, you can't fix it essentially or not where you can't fix it. But the solution you were like discussing about for these like two months um, is ba- not ineffective, but like it won't has have as much as an effect because other stuff has already happened, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's not like they're on a time limit, but like the quicker they get it done, the better, like when something happens, you know? So like say inflation rose 20% overnight, you would hope they do something in like the next month before something else before happens. something else happens yeah, and yeah. it just and that's, tops up more work obviously do. that's the dumbest example i can provide because <laughs> oh god i don't know um but yeah so definitely um what we're getting at basically is that just economics in general they've been um kind of a mess lately and the government doesn't have a good track record with um exactly predicting what's going to happen especially when they kind of have this plan to, for like resolve and then something else happens. Yeah. Uh, question to you, Drew. Do you think even though, I mean, it can be very hard just because anything can possibly happen. Um, you never know what can happen that can affect the economy. Um, do you think there's any way possible that it could be easier to uh, predict possible things like that? <laughs> so basically what you're telling me or what you're asking me is do I know what the future holds? And I will say no, not one economist 
uh, economist. Sorry, economist. Oh my god. It's sorry, guys. It's <laughs> a place it, today. It's like eleven thirty at night, guys. I'm tired. I'm curious to see what you thought. Um, no, but I know it's a very broad question. Yeah. It's just something I was just no, curious no, no, no. to see it, what you thought on it's, your. It's a good question. It's just idea of it. Obviously, there's indicators like that certain things can happen in the future, but you can't always rely like on those said in- indicators because obviously you look at a stock like you could first uh stocks for example actually there's indicators um um like interest rates uh certain indexes uh volatility index you know the strength of the dollar all comes to play with certain stocks and those indicators can uh really tell you if the stock's going to go up or down but it's all it's not set in stone yeah. Sure, the indicator could like um, suggest that the stock's going to raise in a few days, but it could do the exact op- opposite just because, you know. Yeah, it's always it's always a guessing game. I think I do like that idea of um, having those different and in- kind of relying in a to some degree on those indicators that could kind of help um, predict what will happen in the future. Um, that could definitely help, but I think in the back. of um, people's minds, it should always just be, um, you never know what could happen um, with the different things that could come in the way and um, hurt what, if there's like positive um, predictions for uh, future outcomes. Yeah, yeah. that was Just always got to keep that in mind. Yeah, that was well said. Um, so I kind of want to bring us back because we are uh, veering away, obviously. So we're talking about the federal funds rate. Um we do. I do want to mention though, because we didn't mention this. We just said what it was, what they did increase it by. So I think you mentioned in the next few years they want to stay around four point five. I think you said something about that. Um, maybe not. Maybe I just like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I just said that they were trying to like <laughs> yeah. uh, curb it. Um, well, more than what it is. Basically, right I'm hearing things, but anyway, um, I did see on uh, CNBC actually that. So the Federal Reserve, they come out with a dot chart, which is like all the members of uh, like each bank, each central bank come together and they vote on where they think interest rates will go for the next few years. And so their votes get put on a dot chart. And I think in it was very interesting. I think their 2023 prediction was having it above five percent which is above what we're at right now so it's going to keep on going so it's around like five five point five i think and then come 2024 we're going to come back down to the 4.5 that's what it's looking like and i think by 2025 um we should be around three but just to keep in mind with like keep something in mind the federal funds rate should be at two percent that's what the that's what the goal. Well, that's right. what yeah, that's what the goal yeah, is. It's, the, it should usually interest rates are good at two percent. That's usually what it is. Well, uh, yes, that's. Um, I can't say in, like set in stone that that's what. That's a range. It should maybe it should be around off yeah, in that range. It should be around two percent. Should it be too high? Should it be too low? But I think that's their average benchmark. So. Well, we'll see, I guess, you know, never know, yeah. but it's looking like bonds are going to be a good investment in the next year. Yeah. So we could, we could actually talk about that in another episode too. Cause I'm not, 
I haven't touched up on fixed income in a bit. Yeah, we could do that for definitely yeah, the I, in the future. I, dude, I haven't the bonds. I, I haven't touched up on any fixed income uh, things lately. Like I don't even know what the 10 years at right now. We mentioned it probably in one of the other episodes, but it could be I don't know. Actually, no, it did shoot down though, because the dollar wait. Yeah, I think the dollar um decreased in value and I think it went down with it, I believe. I'm actually going to fact check that. So you want to talk about something while I do that? Um, yeah. So I'll touch base on what you were saying about um, the percentage uh, decreasing for um, the federal uh, fund rates um, each year. I think that if they can just try and do this, keep this consistent, um, they can eventually get to that uh, 2%, 2%-ish range that they're trying to, that's good for, uh, federal fund rates to be stable in um but just make sure that to be aware of just whatever's going on um that could affect this to make the um the interest rates rise back up and obviously you want to be aware as anyone in business and in the uh, finance industry you want to be aware of what's happening around you now not even in business like in in society. Just in society. Yeah, yeah. you want to be aware of what's happening around you, but especially you want to keep track of what's happening in the industry or in these industries because uh, anything can, ha- something can happen and it can change literally everything going forward. So, yeah. I um Also, I was right, actually. So, you should like, you know, thank me for that. Uh, the 10-year yield did go down because the dollar went down. I don't really know the correlation behind that, but... um. Yeah, wait, I don't know the correlation behind that. Do you? I think if the dollar goes down, um, oh, it's it's because interest rates went down. Oh, yeah, I get it now. Okay, that. Yeah, because interest rates, sense. since they uh, didn't do the 75 basis, if they did uh, raise it by 75 basis, basis points, the federal funds rate, then the dollar probably would have gained. Um, But the opposite happened. They did 50, which is still like, an increase, but not as much as was expected. So then the tenure fell because they know they're getting to like the top soon. So, yeah. Um, that's all I have for today. Honestly, I, I've kind of been all around. I think it's, you know, yeah, I think it's cause it's 1130. Yeah. It is a late night. We're in a finals week right now, wrapping up the semester, but, um, yeah, that's all I have too as well. Dope. Well, Thank you guys for uh, listening to the seventh episode of the finance hub. If you want to check us out, hit us up on Instagram, like I said before. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll see you in the next episode. Yep. See you guys. See you.